Hello, 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 beautiful people listening to me ramble on to myself every Monday and Wednesday. (laughs) It is Rach. I am so glad that you are back for another episode this week. Now this week, I wanted to talk about my choice and my journey in becoming an SLP. A lot of people ask me, did you always know that you wanted to be an SLP or a speech-language pathologist? And for most people, the answer is no because it's such a niche field that a lot of times we aren't educated about the benefits or the possibility of this as a career until maybe we're in high school or college. But for me, I was exposed to SLPs when I was about two years old. So when I was two, my little sister Maddie was born. And as Maddie aged, she started to struggle a little bit with language, speech sounds, you know, all those typical EI type of concerns. So my mother put her in speech therapy. And I remember every week we would drive to this woman's house in the suburbs. Um, I'm from Chicago, if you did not know, so... Just imagine these cozy little suburbs driving to a house every week, a beautiful home where this woman did speech out of her own home. So first off, you guys, I mean, my first introduction to speech therapy was a beautiful private practice out of someone's home. So seeing that as a kid was super enticing and super cool for me. And as a big sister... I just kind of naturally took an interest in learning about my sister's struggles and strategies and experiences with speech and language. I always wanted to be around to support her, to give her a voice, and to help her when she needed. And I loved the power that I saw speech therapy give to her. Now fast forward to my brother Nicholas being born. So Nick is six years younger than me. And Nick was born, and same thing, he went into speech therapy. So again, I was presented with another person in my life that I was very concerned about and that I cared for so much, and they were attending speech. And so the little kid in me got excited about what this field could look like. And again, naturally as a big sister, I just had a desire to help those around me. And we all have those childhood dreams, right, of what we want to be when we grow up. If people asked, did I say I wanted to be a speech language pathologist at, you know, fourth grade, sixth grade? No. Did I know that as a job? Yes. But when people asked what I wanted to be when I grow up, I said I wanted to be famous from American Idol. I am a hardcore theater kid at heart. I love to act. I love to dance. And I dabble a little bit in singing as well. And I always wanted to shine. I loved using my voice. I loved putting on different personas. And I loved the confidence that theater experiences brought me and the community. So as I started to age, that American Idol dream was always at the forefront, right? 
I said, the minute I turn 16, I'm going to march right over to Paula Abdul and Randy and Simon, and I'm going to sing, blow them away, and I am going to be the next Kelly Clarkson. Well, unfortunately, guys, that has not yet happened. <laughs> it could, though, right? We, we don't know what life has in store for us. But as I noticed that dream was starting to fade, I started to look at my passions as I grew up. And in high school, we had to do an assignment for a class about a future job that we were interested in. So I picked a speech language pathologist. I started to learn a little bit about what they did, a little bit about the job security, the salary. And I started to realize that Speech was kind of the perfect blend of that scientific medical field while also bringing in the creativity of theater and the arts. And it was the perfect blend for me. I loved science. I loved math. I loved being able to have knowledge to help others. But I also had so much energy and creative ideas and drive that Simply being a doctor for me wasn't going to fill my soul. So all through high school, I kind of had it determined in my head that I am going to be an SLP. This is my dream. And then my senior year of high school, I had a babysitting experience that completely rocked my world. I babysat for years and years and years, and, you know, I had those tricky kiddos. But senior year of high school, I had one family with a daughter that had selective mutism. And I had never come across this before, selective mutism. I knew a little bit about it, but again, I was a senior in high school at this time, So I didn't know about the psychology or the speech concerns when it comes to selective mutism. To me, as an untrained 17-year-old, I saw it as a little girl that, for whatever reason, did not want to speak with me. And that night, babysitting both her and her sister was such a struggle for me. I remember pulling every trick out of the book to try to connect, and I couldn't. And it was heartbreaking for me. It was the first time that I couldn't get through to a kiddo that I felt so overwhelmed, so anxious, and so lost that I figured I wasn't good enough for this. I I didn't have the abilities for this. And I came home to my mom bawling. And I said, Mom, maybe I, I don't have the patience or the skills to work with this kind of population Maybe I'm not smart enough or patient enough to be an SLP. And she said, so what are you going to do? And I said, be a lawyer. So I went to the University of Illinois undergrad as a pre-law major. Technically, we all know that pre-law is not a major. You just are taking courses and kind of navigating towards that path. So I was majoring in journalism, but pre-law was my path. 
Freshman year, I took a few classes in poverty law and a few different things like that. And it was interesting, but I found myself getting to class every day and feeling challenged, but not feeling fulfilled. I missed that human aspect. I missed that connection. I missed that energy, the creativity, and the spontaneity of what working with kids looked like. And I got back home, and after about a year, I did pre-law for the first year. Actually, first year and a half. Second year, I came back as a sophomore, and I remember sitting in my sorority house with some of my sorority sisters, and I just said, I don't want to be a lawyer. I want to be a speech therapist. And they said, then go. Go right now. And I ran to the Applied Health Sciences building, applied to be an SLP, and it changed my major within that semester. And it was hard. There were still those self-doubts that would constantly creep in. But what I saw was that how this field made me feel when I was treating, when I was learning, when I was engaging, was so much more fulfilling and overtaking to me than those fears or those worries about my abilities. I noticed that I just wanted to work on my speech homework. I was interested in learning about those classes, right? I hated taking statistics. I hated taking physics. I hated taking all those BS classes. I shone. I really felt myself shine when I was in those speech classes. And that's when I knew that even if it was going to be hard, I was going to have to work on myself if I wanted to take on a career that truly fueled my passion. I saw what it was like growing up in a home with family members that didn't love what they were doing, right? It was a job. It wasn't a career. And I didn't want that. I wanted a career that was my passion. So it didn't feel like work. I mean, yes, every job has a little bit of work, but when you find something, when you find a field that just resonates with the frequency you're at, where you are just vibrating at your highest self, it won't feel like that work as much. It'll feel like you're fulfilling your passion and your purpose on this world. And so after all of that, I learned that I always wanted to be an SLP in my heart, but there were certain external factors and situations that challenged that. And every single time, I rose above it and found a way to justify to myself that speech was the right choice. And I'm so glad that I did. So the reason I wanted to share this is to show all of you that this path isn't linear. Right? Yes, in my heart, I always knew I wanted to be an SLP. But life threw challenges in there, in the way to me, and said, Rach, is this really what you want? Let's see. And nine out of ten times, it just kept coming back to speech. And even though it was hard, even though I doubted myself, I knew that it was right for me. I think it is the coolest thing in the world that I can say that I'm living out my passion. 
Not many people can say that about their job, really. I mean, it is such a blessing to be able to feel so fulfilled and so present when you find a position that is right for you. Whether that's speech or teaching or marketing or making jewelry. I don't know, guys. But you know those things in your life that lift you up. We've talked about this before. When you feel your highest self, you can't replace that feeling. It is just a natural sense of connecting with the universe, being at that place and that position that you're supposed to be in. It's going to be a challenge, but if it is truly your passion, like I said, you'll find the justification and the drive and the power to push through and make it a lifelong purpose and career for you. And a great affirmation to pair with feelings of anxiety or maybe mistrust or doubt of the universe is this phrase. Everything works out for me always. I remember I was going, I was having a tricky conversation with a friend or work, I can't remember. And I was feeling really anxious. And I stood in the elevator and I repeated to myself over and over, everything works out for me always. Everything works out for me always. Because if it is truly your path, if it is truly right, everything will unfold as though it's supposed to. With a little bit of effort, focus, and goal setting. So that is my journey to becoming an SLP from a toddler who had a hunch to a high schooler who thought she couldn't do it to a college student who realized that she needed to live out her passion to live a fulfilled life. I encourage all of you to go out and chase after what makes you feel whole, whether that be speech or something else. I think you probably all have had enough of me rambling on today. So with that, sending you all so much love and light. I'll see you next time.